0: Hello, everybody. You're listening to our community, our mission, a podcast of the Topeka Rescue Mission here on August the 30th, 2022. This is Barry Feeker. Good morning, LaManda Broyles. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful, actually. It's a nice day out there today. It is a nice day. For an August day. Yes. It's been hot. And... It's been
1: hot. It cooled down last night. Over the weekend, I was so tired, so mm-hmm. I did really absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Needed that sometimes. Right, I know that's so. not
0: the truth. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> We're going to talk about MAP today. We've talked about MAP before, but uh, we have two frontline mappers uh, mm-hmm. here with us today that we want to talk mm-hmm. uh, talk to. Uh, LaManda, we've got a couple of things that uh, are happening. Well, not a couple of things. There's so a special thing uh-huh. that's happening with our warehouse yes. sale. Uh-huh. And then uh, we have interns. You want to talk about both of those before we get into the MAP Sure, program? I would love to.
1: Um, you know, just so appreciative of our distribution center team. Um, they came to James and I, Deputy Director of Community Needs and Services several weeks ago, and and just explained, hey, you know we have some items um, here that could really bless someone, um, but we have not needed. Um, to give them out yet, Um, just kind of different items, um, decorations, things like that, that haven't been used yet. And any kind of materials or donations we get, you know, we want to be wise stewards of those. Um, And so they had an idea, which is something that's been done in the past, um, but was to try to do another warehouse sale. And so they have been working hard, um, reorganizing things, putting it all down at our building at 206 um, Northwest North to um, set it all up, have it by... Um, similar items and things like that I walked through today and um, it's going to be a good sell Um, but what's been neat about it is just being able to see uh, volunteers who have helped with this uh, many years ago when we were doing some of these and um, they're still supporting us and coming out to work it and volunteer and so after
0: the pandemic we're back in business again yes Mm
1: -hmm. and uh, you know that's just so neat Uh, we did a post um, very thankful for Josh Churley who handles a lot of our social media Uh, he Made a graphic, put it out there. And it was so neat because people were commenting on it. Yes, it's back. We're excited. Um, we're going to sign up to work it. And so it's not just a matter of making sure that what we have been entrusted with, these donations, um, to be wise stewards with, but then also just the camaraderie and the community. Um, taking care of the community. And so uh, the sale of these items will uh, begin on Thursday. Uh, so September 1st, mm-hmm. and that one is going to go from eight to four. And then we have on Friday, September 2nd, that's going to go from 12 to four. And then we have Saturday, the third, and that is going to be um, from 7am until 12.
0: And For those people who can't remember a thing that they just heard, you can go to the Topeka Rescue Mission Facebook page Correct. and be able to see this, right? Yes. And our website, I believe yes. it's also on the it, it, it is. It, it will be. It ought to be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's where it should be. Yes. But go, to, go to Facebook.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, and there's pictures of some items that we have um, for sale. And, you know, what's kind of on our heart right now um, is to use the uh, donations, the money that we receive from the items, um, possibly for food and some other necessities that we just want to make sure that we are uh, stocking up as much as possible uh, to help and reach people. And there's so
0: many valuable things about this. These are items that are extra that we cannot use or give away. So Correct. people may be able to use them in their own homes or mm-hmm. maybe their office or whatever and uh, make some money for the mission, but also frees up some very important space for us to be able to um, get more food in yes. and those kind of supplies that are so essential for what we do. Mm-hmm. And so it's a win-win it is. Um, for the mission and the community and also gets us prepared for what we believe is going to be important space that mm-hmm. we're going to need.
1: And, you know, I was just walking through the distribution center this morning and looking at our shelves and seeing how meticulously they have it organized. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that's so that we have order and uh, are efficient. But it's also so that we see what do we need to be giving out now? What can we store because the expiration date is later? And, you know, I just literally walked up and down the aisles touching um, the shelves that were fully stocked, Mm -hmm. uh, the shelves that were empty Mm -hmm. um, and just saying, Lord, you know, we trust you to give us everything that we need because, you know, every mouth that needs it Mm -hmm. or the items I went in our you know, little area that has the toasters and the sheets and the toiletry items. And, um, you know, I was just praying and and being so thankful for whoever has taken part in donating those items, Mm -hmm. but then also that they would be a blessing beyond just the basic need it meets for whoever it's going to be in the hands of. And so, um, it's just going to be a neat operation. We're excited about the warehouse. We know that we're going to use the money for exactly what, uh, God just kind of shows us and reveals to us that we need uh, to prepare for whatever could be coming our way.
0: Absolutely. So also, LaManda, Topeka Rescue Mission for a number of years now has been one of these destinations for different universities, schools to send individuals for internships here. Mm -hmm. And we have a a new crew of interns that have come in. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes. You know, I think it's always such an exciting time when we get interns. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a level of um, excitement, energy, that I hope that we all have, but sometimes, you know, we get a little tired. Um, It's because we're not 18. We're not 18, (laughs) yes. And um, just their their thinking and their hearts. And so we have um, two young ladies who will be – strategically working in with our Ted team. So our trauma education team, Mm -hmm. and they are going to be uh, doing specific projects. I don't want to give a lot away on that. Uh, but we were really blessed and blown away by the projects last year and the level of, um, the interns' abilities to look at the operations of TRM and what we're doing really well, but also being able to show us, hey, here's some gaps mm-hmm. and here's some ideas if we could get partnerships with mental health to offer counseling. And, I mean, the domino effect is just is is huge. So uh, we do have two that are going to be with the TED team, and we have one who is going to be working In the area of human trafficking interventions. Um, And so just met with her this morning and uh, she's excited. Um, And so really looking at right now, we're kind of looking at their um, college plans, what they need, making sure that we can meet all of that, organizing their time with us. um, Because it's a blessing to TRM anytime someone's invested in learning. But we also take big responsibility that when we accept an intern, we also know that that's a, a mentorship That we're Mm -hmm. witnessing to them, that we um, are taking them in as kind of our first flock. And so um, I just appreciate all staff who are always willing to say, yes, I'll take an intern, Mm -hmm. I'll help with it, because it is additional work. But it's definitely work that's an investment. And we
0: learn some things from this college-level understanding of things. Some trends and some uh, new ways of thinking about things. And Mm -hmm. also, some of them stick. They don't go away. They Mm -hmm. come on staff. Yes. So that's kind of cool, too. Uh Yes. Well, Lamanda, um, we've talked about the mobile access partnership um, many times in the last year plus. Um, We call it MAP for short. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something that was birthed out of the understanding that the pandemic had changed everything in regards to how we really address life um, and uh, the homeless population those who are in hunger and uh, the rescue mission had to get smaller because of distancing and safety and all that stuff mm-hmm. all that fun stuff that we that we went through <laughs> I'm not going sure oh I would we're say so that glad we fun, got a chance to Barry. do that um, so <laughs> but one of the things that we, we realized is that there were um, uh, a number of people who no longer were able to get in shelter, are mm-hmm. um, numbers of people who had lost jobs that didn't get connected with benefits, um, people right on that bubble that were um, falling off the edge and were ending up unsheltered. And so we have seen a significant uh, impact there and a, an increase. And so we said, what can we do that would be uh, not just wait this thing out till it got better, but let's go out and do something now. And it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. So MAP today, fast-forwarding, it uh, celebrated its one-year anniversary here a few months ago at the Stormont Vale Events Center, and uh, we had all of these different uh, partnerships, uh, mobile access partnership mm-hmm. uh, coming together, and um, that involves the Topeka Rescue Mission, Vallejo, Stormont Vale Health. Pika Police Department, Shawnee County Health Department, uh, something called Street Dog Coalition, which is Dr. Allison Crow and her uh, crew of veterinarians uh, with uh, what she does out there individually, but also under the name of Street Dog national organization. Also, Kansas State University School of Veterinarian uh, brings their units with us. And am I forgetting anybody? I think that's kind of it. So so yeah, it's all the phones. these... The phones. Uh, yes. yes, the phone. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, it's amazing. And it's happening today um, on the uh, 30th of August here. It's behind the Rescue Mission Children's Palace. This is one of the locations uh, we've gone around the city um, to take all of these different... Uh, agencies, their staff, their volunteers, their what we call tools, their units, to be able to reach the unsheltered homeless, some of our most challenged people in this part of the country, um, that showing them the love of God, the practical helps of getting a shower, getting uh, food, getting supplies, getting their animals taken care of, getting medical help, uh, getting mental health help, housing help, And the list goes on and on and on. It Mm -hmm. is a game changer. And as far as we know, um, we um, are uh, very unique in the country to have all of these partners coming together at the same time. So today, um, we're going to talk to Jenny Falk and uh, Carla Hedquist. And Jenny is uh, Director of Topeka Rescue Mission Outreach here, um, which means the um, kind of street reach is what Mm -hmm. we called it. And then also, uh, we needed somebody who was going to... um, corral all the t- the troops together at these map <laughs> locations and uh, and step into that so Jenny is the map director also so um, good morning Jenny good morning, and I want to talk to you just even stuff that we experienced this morning I mean this is really cool I think people want an inside <laughs> view of what you do Carla Headquist who is the uh, director of community health engagement with Stormont Vale Health Carla thank you for being here again on our community our mission mm-hmm. and uh, Carla um, Talk about, this isn't your first thing that you've done in regards to working with uh, populations in need. So take us back to Vallejo, then what you did and where you are today, so people kind of get to know, you're kind of like a, a major expert here. <laughs>
2: That's a long story. <laughs> um, gosh, right out of college, um, one of my first jobs was working for Vallejo Behavioral Health Care mm-hmm. and actually started their supported employment program, helping people find jobs in the community. Um, Went on to do some development and then um, corporate communication kinds of things for them. Um, Stayed there for 15 years Mm -hmm. and then became the director of the Shawnee County Medical Society Health Access Program. And so that is a, a program for all of Shawnee County working across all of the medical entities assisting low-income, uninsured with access to donated medical care mm-hmm. and prescriptions. So I did that for 15 years, mm-hmm. um, and that was a wonderful experience. And now I'm with Stormont Vale, and I've been here for two and a half years. I told them they could oh, have 15. you got a long way to <laughs> <And> go. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: so what do you do in this role, Carla?
2: Um, I have the opportunity to work with community partners. Mm -hmm. So as a hospital system, we know that only 20% of somebody's care is the care or their health outcome. It's the care that we're providing in the hospital setting or a clinic setting. And then 20% is genetic. So what what you got from your parents and how that impacts your health. So that leaves 60% that are social determinants of health. Mm -hmm. So those upstream Mm -hmm. root causes Mm -hmm. of things that impact health, um, things like having a home, things like having a, a place to stay clean, access to utilities, access to healthy food, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. And so I get to work with our community partners outside the walls of the hospital um, because the hospital knows that those kinds of partnerships are so important in addressing overall health.
0: I I think that we're all becoming more aware of that, you know, in regards to just the impact it's had on our medical community, uh, even prior to COVID. Um, And you can't, not go upstream and try to prevent some things. Otherwise, they f- okay. fall into your laps in the ER mm-hmm. and then uh, limited space in hospitals. And we know across the country, across the world, there were there was a major crisis in healthcare because of the pandemic. And while that's better, it's still something that has to be addressed of getting out in the community and seeing what we can do to Keep people safer and healthier, right? Exactly. And that's what you get to do. A small task. Yes,
2: cool. I love it, though our community partners. So you're sixty awesome. percent of
0: the solution here, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am <I'm> trying, trying <laughs> to do my part.
0: <laughs> Carlo, we, uh, uh, you guys, uh, being in the outreach arena, uh, getting out in the community of community health, uh, you had been talking about uh, the development of a mobile clinic. And so when we were talking about this thing called MAP, it was kind of like a a match made in heaven, as we call it. Um, Remember those early days of talking about all this? And what what does it feel like today to see how it's really transpired?
2: Oh, my gosh, what a blessing. Um, What a fun experience. And, you know, we're we're two or more gathered. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that just seeing the partners come alongside and each one doing what they do best, and, you know, our ability to just join with other community organizations and to offer the needed health care, it's just so wonderful. And to do so on a consistent basis mm-hmm. um, so that people know we're there for them, um, mm-hmm. we can't be more excited about this partnership.
0: So you guys got this bus, Stormontville's mm-hmm. got this bus, and it's um, a brand new bus. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's not a trailer, mm-hmm. but it's a full-fledged medical unit. I think, if I understand care, you can do almost everything except surgeries inside there. Is that right?
2: Well, I'm not sure about almost everything, but we can <laughs> we can offer anything that you would get um, in your primary care visit. Okay. So um, checkups, immunizations, um, help with chronic conditions, um, lab
0: work. It's almost everything.
2: All those kinds of things, yeah. So,
0: what's your target audience here? Um, Why go do this other than, say, come to the hospital or go to a primary? Go to your primary.
2: Because we know that those social determinants exist, and we know that there are parts of our community that don't have access to care, um, be it transportation or be it that they don't have health coverage or um, hours aren't working for their schedule, whatever it might be. And so we don't have to have bricks and mortar in in a neighborhood. We can pull up there on a predictable basis and have individuals that don't have access to that care now have access. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's amazing. And so once a week, you join the Mobile Access Partnership?
2: Yes, it Uh, is our team's favorite day of the week. mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how many days a week does the uh, mobile clinic go?
2: We're on the the road four days a week. Mm -hmm. We have to have time, as you guys know, Uh for repairs and cleaning and Mm -hmm. making sure that everything's good to go. Um, So Monday through Thursday.
0: So somebody can show up at one of these sites um, on a Thursday is when Mm -hmm. we have that um, access now to the medical. And we can help make appointments so that people can come there on a Thursday if it's other times. But uh, they can actually see medical personnel um, who can assess them and uh, treat right there what their medical need may be. Maybe make prescriptions. Exactly. uh, Which is kind of cool. Now those prescriptions um, are covered cost-wise, I think, partially by the Community Foundation. Yes, thank you to the Topeka Community Foundation. Yes, and uh, then those are delivered to the Mission so that we can distribute them out in this partnership, which just uh, so smart Uh to do it that way. And and those kind of things keep unfolding about how we can reach this population. Jenny, um, you are the ringmaster out here in this, in and, uh, and, and almost nonstop, year-round, doesn't matter what the weather's like. I mean, you've been doing this over a year right now. So why did you say yes to this, Jenny?
3: I think I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I was thinking. I'm glad I can provide comic relief. for I mean, you know, you gotta uh-huh. laugh at yourself. Yes. And so I just think of situations <laughs> that happen. Um, and then also, sorry, I'll get to answering your questions. But I did not realize all that you had done. And as as you were talking, I was thinking, wow, what an impact you have made on yes, our community absolutely. with those mm-hmm. programs that you have worked, you know, worked with. So yes. wow, uh, <laughs> it's it's not mm-hmm. me. It's, yeah. all yeah. it's all about partnerships. It's all
2: about. Um, being in, in good organizations, doing good work, and mm-hmm. doing my well. part. I
0: but it ag- is about you, too. that, uh, <laughs> Carla, really. No, you've just been a champion in so many ways when you were at Vallejo, then in mm-hmm. your next position, and then what you're doing now. You're a great ambassador for, not only for the mm-hmm. hospital but the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we are very grateful to you. Yeah. You are going to make me cry this morning. Okay. <laughs> this well, that was the point. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: this no. morning, you know, I was um, getting ready to leave work and was thinking about the podcast and seeing you. And I just, I think everyone who interfaces with you is always excited to see mm-hmm. you. And I think it's because of your spirit. You just have this... Um, kindness but this joy too that radiates from you um and that is contagious and it's not that you can't do hard things because I have seen you be courageous and I have seen you be an out-of-the-box thinker and you're someone I want on the team you know anytime we're doing stuff but there also is just this level of respect you have for people and um it's just a breath of of fresh air so Yeah.
2: yeah Back okay. to Jenny. I know. Yeah, so back, back to,
1: <laughs> Jenny, I'm sorry you lost your opportunity. Next time we have a, a podcast, I'll yeah, right. show you.
0: No, before we get there. Uh, Jenny we get, did that on purpose. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I know
2: she did.
1: But
0: before you answer that, Jenny, maybe we need to mm-hmm. do one more thing. Lamanda, mm-hmm. describe MAP. Um, you're one of the newest folks here mm-hmm. in this arena. Describe MAP. What you saw today, what Mm -hmm. you see when you go into one of these areas and you've got all these different groups of people come together that want to help people Mm -hmm. and you have some of the most broken people Mm -hmm. in this part of the world that come to get services, Mm -hmm. but also come for relationship. Mm -hmm. Describe it. So if if nobody's seen it, Mm -hmm. how would you describe it?
1: Mm, Great. Now I'm going to get emotional. I would say it is the impossible being made possible. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we can get caught up in the challenges we all face that could prevent us from whatever it is we're trying to do, whether that is schedules, whether that is finances, um, time limitations, you know, the saying of, well, we can't do it all, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but you have in map a group of people that do not come to the table saying, I can't, or I won't. You have people coming and saying, what's our goal? Everybody agrees on that goal. And it is community health. But how do we do that? Mm -hmm. We do that through the individual. Mm -hmm. And so there is just this understanding that we all agree on. That's what we're trying to get to. And so then whether it's in the executive committee, um, meeting, Uh, meeting that happens whether it's in the um, subcommittees of the communication committee and things like that everybody comes together saying okay here's what we need to do and which parts can we all do and it is just a group of people who are so forward thinking positive thinking and so selfless um that it's we don't do this for trm Stormont's not doing it for Stormont. It is that we truly look at this and say, if we really want our community to be the healthiest community it can be, um, and health can be defined as physical, Mm. mental, spiritual, social, emotional, um, what are our parts that we can do? And so when you walk out and you see all of these trailers and buses, and you see the employees that have stepped out of their offices to work this for their own entity. And then you see the volunteers and you see, um, people who have a place Mm -hmm. who, if this wasn't happening, they would not have a place outside of the streets. To me, that's the impossible being made possible. And then you have people who then keep coming back because that trust is built You and I just had a conversation with an individual who said, Mm -hmm. I'm still making it, and I'm making it because I don't want to give up, Mm -hmm. and I'm not giving up because there's people here that know I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, it's almost like words can't really describe until you see it, but if I just had a slogan, it would be the impossible being made possible. That's pretty
0: good. That's pretty good jenny falk director of our trm outreach as well as the director of the partnership called mobile access partnership jenny you uh, have done a number of things in topeka rescue mission and one of those things was to become the executive assistant to the director you helped organize the effort to uh, declare war on human trafficking in the state of kansas working with our leadership um, from the governor's office to the house and the senate um, you grabbed a hold of the organizational um, supply, demand, and distribution of um, uh, over 4 million meals in Operation Food Secure. Um, you have done these logistical, relational, professional things, and now you're working with some of the communities most broken in mm-hmm. the streets, some of the most hurting, some of the most desperate. Why did you change from what you were doing to this?
3: Well, in that my former position, I obviously didn't get much engagement with our neighbors. Um, when you say neighbors, what do you mean? Um, our neighbors experiencing homelessness, mm-hmm. um, and just you know, in learning about myself and what my giftings are, I, 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 I know I am good with logistics and you know uh, re- managing projects, I guess, and so I knew. I don't know. I just knew that that was the the next thing for me. Um, the Lord has just you know put things in front of me. You know the opportunities, and um, as I've been here and and been allowed to to do that, you know. Um, and so when this came available, and you know my knew my position working for you was changing, it was just made sense that.
0: Is where. Jenny, what, is it, uh, what does it mean to you that the people who come out of their homeless camps, living in the car, living under the bridge, off the riverbank, wherever they come from, all around the community, come up to these um, these events, uh, which are twice a week right now, and they know you. They call you by name. yeah, And they come and they share their life with you. And yeah. you know their names. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. What does that mean to you?
3: Uh, they're my, you know, we are, it's like a our own little community, you know, um, and it's, I don't know, I just, I, I care about them, I love them. Just yesterday was meeting um, over at the Salvation Army, and some of the, you know, the people that come to MAP were there eating lunch, and so it was just, it's, I don't know. You know, Topeka's a big town, I live in a small town, but you know, having a community, you know, like this is kind of like your own little small, small little, little town.
0: Well, yeah. we we do have a Mother Teresa in Topeka. We do. Uh-huh. Yes, very <laughs> much Jenny. so. Uh-huh. Um, really do. You know, uh, this morning I was at the map site for a little bit out there, Jenny, and, and uh, I saw two people come up to you and share the serious medical uh, conditions that they have undergoing. And you knew about everything mm-hmm. in regards to their doctor's visit what uh, one person had is a spot, and how that had been addressed, and the esophagus. I mean, Carla, she kind of like doing medical out there, you know, and okay. she's not the doctor, but she knew about all of this. And also, Jenny, you got yelled at this morning yeah. by somebody who was very frustrated because somebody told him to watch their dogs, and they disappeared. Yeah. And you're trying to deal with that, and they're and they're demanding that you take care of the dogs. And he's having a bad day, and you're just going toe-to-toe with him in a kind but firm way, yeah. and, and and coordinating the food and the, and the distribution of supplies, and making sure that uh, all the people are set up in the right manner to be able to get the right services, and the list goes on and on and on, and that was in about a 30-minute period, <laughs> and your day's not over. You took a little break to come in here to yeah. be on the podcast, but how do you handle all that, Jenny? I mean, the, the, you've got some of the most vulnerable, crisis-ridden people, the most broken, I mean, if 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 folks, if you could see the faces of the faces that I was seeing as Jenny was looking at them, you would you would say either man, what happened to them, or we got misfits in our community. That's how you would judge them, mm-hmm. because people do, when they don't understand a thing, they yep. judge a thing. Yep. And but Jenny, you don't judge.
3: No, uh, I I just yeah, I love them, and you know I. Like I told the gentleman who was very angry at me, you know, I do what I can, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so was there a question? Sorry.
0: That's <laughs> okay. Jenny, I know this is, this puts you on the spot because you, this is not your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is out there with the people. Oh, that is what
3: I was going to say. Uh, while I I know I'm good at the logistics and the back end stuff, um, I, I just hope that, you know, managing MAP never becomes – I wanna be out there. You know, and I don't know eventually one day my you know, my I'm not a young spring chicken anymore. <laughs> and uh well I I won't be able to well, one thing or never uh, is a but, chicken, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I just I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um and as crazy as it is, and as much as I question myself or, you know, second guess myself sometimes, um I know that's where I'm supposed to be, and mm-hmm. I can't be anywhere else right now
0: Carla um, doing community work like you do now, and you'll kind of always had in, in a number of ways what what is it um, what does it mean for you to be able to get to your administration and so but yet you get on the ground as well what does it mean to engage with the neighbors, as Jenny calls them for yourself
2: um that's where the work is. That's where the real work happens. Um, and I have so much admiration for people who roll up their sleeves and do the real work and not just sit around a table and talk about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so I being part of it at whatever level is a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, Jenny is so humble, and mm-hmm. I have seen her <laughs> deflect, 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 yeah. but... Um, she really makes this happen, and mm-hmm. she says yes, and that's what makes it happen. Mm-hmm. So people are so thankful for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have a uh, Illinois rescue mission coming to see us next month, mm-hmm. uh, has heard about this, and they want to learn more, and so they're going to spend a couple of days, uh, learn about outreach and MAP and so <laughs> forth. Um when, when people may drive by a homeless camp or see somebody panhandling uh, that's a legitimate panhandler, uh, they may see debris, litter. Uh, they may see the people, unless they get an opportunity to understand them like we understand them, that it's very confusing. And may really ask the question, well, why are you guys doing this? What difference does it make? I mean, they come, they get a shower, they get food, they get this, they get that, and, and those kind of things. So they get relationship, and then they go back to their homeless camp. But it's not always that way, and that's not the end game here. The end game is to take it forward. Lamanda, um, you and I had an engagement with a good friend of yours out there today, Mm -hmm. uh, one of our homeless neighbors. Uh Talk about him a year ago and what you saw this morning.
1: So he is near and dear to my heart, probably because he was one of the first individuals that I met when I came to TRM in June. And so, um, I had actually been, it was, I don't remember what day at the end of May, um, when I first met him and I hadn't come to TRM just yet, but I was doing some days where I was kind of visiting So when and you weren't like dressing
0: that. high heels at a map location, we yeah. were saying maybe you want to dress Yeah, hey, I still am. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, today I am in <laughs> pants, but I still have my heels on. I tease everybody. Even some of our neighbors are like, Oh, she's got her running shoes on and they will be heels," you know? Um, but I met him and, you know, he had just gotten out of um, prison a couple of months prior. And um, there was just this, um, he was worth it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's he's worth it, not because of anything that he had done, but because of the same reason why I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only because of Christ. Um, he sees the worth in all of us. And so I just looked at him and thought, man, I want him to be, as healthy as possible whatever that looks like for him uh, but at that time he was currently living under a bridge or um, as he says it beside it because he mm-hmm. knew he couldn't be under it mm-hmm. um, and he had been nervous to even come to map and uh, Haley with a street reach would drive by and yell out the truck window and you know he wouldn't really take on to that um, and then one day to her surprise he agreed to come And so then I saw him again in June, saw him again in July, and uh, it was last summer that he came walking up. I was actually standing there with Jenny and Haley, and he came walking up, uh, and he was yelling something at us, and and I didn't know what he was yelling, and he was holding up a key around his neck, and he had gotten a key to an apartment, Uh, but he needed towels. So he knew that he had an apartment but he knew he didn't have the stuff that he needed in the apartment. So he came to map. And the first thing he wanted to show us was his key. And then the second thing he said was, um, but I came here to my friends because I needed some stuff. And so I went to the distribution center. Um, Jenny went to two (laughs) Oh six. We combined it and, and got him some stuff that he needed. And so that relationship has just continued to evolve. Um, to you and I last Labor Day weekend, bringing him food. Um, and so that will, uh, this weekend will actually be mm. a year since we've done that. And um, I've just kind of kept in contact with him. Um, he's been excited about his apartment. Uh, and then he hit a little bump in the road here recently. Uh, but we have uh, Holton at the distribution center has been mentoring him. Just we've been his village. Uh, and it's not just about how we can help him. He teaches us. Oh, my gosh. He teaches us every day um, that things that are worth it sometimes can be hard work. Things that are worth it um, take time and dedication. It's not just something that can be helped or made worth it overnight. And um, so anyways, he's kind of experiencing some tough times right now. But he um, just has said to us um, that he keeps fighting. Um, And that he realizes that just the fact that he trusts people is something that he can celebrate. And his words were, um, you know, it's not easy being someone who's gotten out of jail, mental illness, um, some of the physical needs that he has, but he's trying. So he's volunteering here and, and he just has um, love for us and friendships and community. And uh, I just keep being reminded that, that, he's worth it and so are all the rest of them
0: this morning. Mm-hmm. He said a year ago, he said, I didn't care. Nope. And he said, uh, you have all helped me to understand <sighs> that I can care again. Mm-hmm. And he said, now I care for myself. I care for others. And you helped me to understand that mm-hmm. I am important. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I know I cannot do a thing without God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's got new housing mm-hmm. that uh, is on the horizon. Yep. He's got people wrapping around him who love him, and he is now, as you said, volunteering at the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. And so, and he,
1: said that he knew that I would be brokenhearted if he got into any trouble. That's right. Yeah. And, he <laughs> and knows, I said yes. He
0: knows that the principal will come after him. <laughs> that's and right. That's one thing about having <laughs> he kept saying, "I know <laughs> you
1: already know this. I know you already know this. You're right. I know everything." <laughs> <laughs> so, so
0: back to the back to the question, you know, what good is it doing? Um, it, you know, some people say well, it was just giving people a shower and food and something to sleep in and that kind of thing, and then they go right back. No, it's an engagement tool for a process that takes a long time because yeah. brokenness didn't occur overnight. No. But the devastating effects of that brokenness are being undone because of this engagement. Carlo, from a medical uh, view, of uh, the social determinants of health, uh Um, Just down on the ground, what conversation do you have at Stormont in regards to the hope about what we're doing in this community that's different um, that uh, we want to keep going forward with?
2: I think we know um, coming out of a pandemic Mm -hmm. that it's a new normal and that um, different is what's needed now Mm -hmm. moving forward and that we have a lot of things at the hospital that we're working really hard on to make sure that people have access to care and have nurses at the bedside and um, that we're the the best regional health care system we can be. Um, And then there's also our community partnerships and um, the need to do different things, the need for partnerships and collaborations, um, and the need to take – that one person at a time, mm-hmm. and assist them with whatever their needs might be.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, we, we appreciate the relationship with Stormont Vale, yes. and Topeka Rescue Mission, the relationship with Stormont Vale, and MAP, and so many other things in the community. And and uh, it again, it's it's one of those things that we're trying to become a complete um, to help people who feel incomplete, mm-hmm. to help them become complete. Mm-hmm. And so what, what an incredible opportunity we have. Uh, MAP is, again, it's unique. Um, It is um, something that we're finding the value in. Um, It's touching one person at a time, some of the most challenged folks uh, in any community. And uh, it's not the end of the story, and there's more coming. And so in future podcasts, we're going to be talking about what next could we do? in this kind of a partnership way to engage the community, to help people to move from homelessness into housing. And so we're kind of excited about some of that unfolding. Jenny Falk, thank you for what you do out there. Um, mother Jenny. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh and I know that there's people going, where did Jenny go? And I know you can't wait to get back outdoors. Uh, but thank you for saying yes to this and being a person of yes, trying to find solutions. And, uh, and there's uh, complexities out there that are way beyond us. And I know that uh, both you and Carla and Amanda and so many others turn to the Lord all the time, yep. say, Lord, guide us and direct us. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission. You've heard about the Mobile Access Partnership, um, which is phenomenal. It's just a little over a year old. And we've just been blown away by the support uh, that we get in um, our different agencies for this, uh, the Topeka Rescue Mission, the volunteers. We still need volunteers. Uh, we'll be going into uh, the cold weather months um, here in, before we know it, and uh, we'll need uh, volunteers to help us to do outreach as well as get people indoors. This is podcast number 137, that's amazing. Thank you for uh, helping us to get this far and we plan on going further. If you'd like more information about the Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to the website at trmonline.org trmonline.org. If you'd like to help promote this podcast, you can subscribe, rate, or share our community, our mission. Thank you for listening.